So the problem that I help people solve is disappointment with finding incredible on paper success, getting there and being like, well, this sucks. And then what do we do with that? Or they never got there in the first place and they're just frustrated. The internet has made it easier than ever to start a business. Succeeding on the internet, now that's another story. The big question is, what are those who are succeeding doing differently? This podcast has the answers. Hi, my name is Lisanne Murphy. I've spent the last three years running a successful advertising agency. I noticed with certain clients, I ran into the same problem over and over again. Their offering was just not grabbing the prospect's heart and wrestling them into purchasing submission. Why? Many of these business owners were so far down the road in their journey and so in love with their product, they forgot who they were serving, missing some essential steps along the way. So I'm pivoting focus. Join me as I go behind the scenes with the most brilliant entrepreneur minds to demystify the nitty gritty marketing hacks needed to be successful before spending thousands on advertising that ultimately separate the internet legends from the dreamers. On the previous episode, we heard from Laura Benedetto as she delivered her power-packed short episode on building authentic relationships. Stick around as she shares all about her newly released book on happiness called The Six Habits that comes out this week. Her story is seriously one for the books, no pun intended. So listen in. You will be inspired. Welcome to the Marketing Matrix Podcast. I'm your host, Lisanne Murphy, and I am joined today by the incredible and talented Laura Benedetto. We are so excited to have you on the show today, Laura. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. It's a real treat to be here and talk with you. Oh, it, oh, guys, you are in for a treat, let me tell you. I want to take a second to introduce this powerhouse entrepreneur, and that she's just going to wow us. She has an amazing, this week is a very, very special week for her, uh, and she's going to tell us all about it. So, Laura is the author of Six Habits. She teaches how to create the life of our dreams without changing who we are. As founder and CEO of Vision Advertising, she has helped hundreds of companies build and grow profitable enterprises. Laura lives on Maui with her husband. So, and we're all like, we're not mad about that. Like, we're going to like, we will clap for you for now, but like, that's just amazing. For now. <laughs> but really, Laura, thank you so much for joining us today. Truly a pleasure. Thank you so much. So for those of our listeners that aren't as familiar with who you are and what you teach, I would love for you to, to give us a backstory of like, how did you get to this place where you're this, you're this, this educator and you're, and you're, you've launched a book this week, right? Um, mm -hmm. So like, how did you get to that point? Oh man, what a journey. So buckle up. I hope it's as um, interesting for you as it was for me. So uh, I, I started my first business at 19 and uh, it was a marketing company. So this is a great conversation to have with you. <laughs> um, I started the company at 19 and I worked really, really hard for a number of years to just kind of get the business model right and do all these things. But I found myself working way too many hours and I worked really hard to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. Um, and I ended up finding someone a few years ago to actually name as my successor. So in 2018, I retired at 37 years old, which I'll be honest, it sounds great, except it wasn't. I was like, oh, um, 
who am I now? Uh, this whole time I've been the CEO and I'm a somebody and I've done these things. And, and then the crash of all of that came down when I was like, well, I guess I'm the CEO of doing the dishes. So <laughs> I just like, I just was like, okay, where's my purpose? I, I had the house, I had the money, I had the car, the fancy everything, and I just wasn't any happier for it. And I wanted to do this new thing and it just wasn't working out the way I wanted to. And I was just filled with lots of stress and burnout. And I, I was just plagued with the question, why? I did everything that I was supposed to do that everyone says, this will make you happy. And I did all those things and I wasn't happy. So I started off on this crazy quest. I am a type A, I am a figure it out kind of girl. So I just went on this crazy research quest to figure out, all right, society says this is what happiness is. I call BS. Um, let's, let's do some research. So I started to look into, well, what is happiness really? and then was able to define it. Happiness comes from within, right? It's, it's not in the cars, the money. Money cannot buy happiness, but it can certainly give you an opportunity to find more of it, right? Um, but then I was like, okay, well, if it comes from within, then what's the, how do we do that? And a lot of the self-inquiry just led to me kind of just following the white rabbit down down the rabbit hole and just being like, hey, and just like chasing answers and little threads of information and all this fascinating stuff. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is actually, it's all about our relationship with ourselves. And there's six pillars of that and turns out their habits. And if I can just figure out like the right mix, I might be happy. So then I started like figuring out and looking for all the patterns like crazy. And then I found the patterns, found the six habits. And I was realizing just like everybody else on this planet, I was already doing so much of things the right way. I just didn't know what they were while I was doing them. So I couldn't like be intentional about it. But once I named them, my life took off. I've never been happier. I moved to Maui. Um, I have the best marriage and my husband has done this and it, my life is totally different. And now I'm just like, I'm like a joy junkie. All I want to do is share how we can be joyful people and find incredible, like, I don't know, satisfaction and thrill in the stuff that we do, you know? I love that. Oh, and I, I love some of the phrases that you shared. Well, first of all, I hope that one of the habits is actually moving to Maui. Um, it's, that's not one <laughs> it's of the not habits. It's not specifically be... named, but you can use that as the, the seventh habit if you like, because it's yeah. definitely put a smile on my face. Yeah, because I'd, I'd be disappointed if it wasn't. No, but but really, I love how you said <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a joy junkie. And uh, it really touched me when, like you said, that happiness comes from within. I remember in my master's program when we were studying about motivation, the root of motivation is motor. And that motor comes from inside of us. Mm -hmm. and I think that what motivates us is really what makes us happy. So I, I would love for you to talk a little bit more about that. Like, because you, you said that you had the question, like, how does that work? Like, how do you, how do you work from the inside? And you said that you yeah. studied it a lot, but like, I'd love for you to even like get a little bit more granular. Like how did, like, what experience, okay. if, if there's a, if there's a particular experience you had where you were like, Maybe it was a hard one or maybe not, but like where you, you felt the insides changing based on what you, the work you were doing. Sure. Um, so the six habits very briefly are kindness, acceptance, gratitude, presence, goodness, and intention. And I think a lot of the click 
for me is when I noticed I've actually been doing a halfway decent job at all of these things my whole life, but progressively better, but without intention as I got older. And for me, the, the habit of intention of, you know, really just being hyper clear and intentional around my desire to get better at the other habits, like it just allowed me to focus right. And just like, I was having like epiphanies, like dominoes, just boom, 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 boom. And just realizing like happiness was right under my nose all the time. And you know what? The same is true for so many other people. Like nobody's completely terrible at all of these habits. We, we, we're good already at some of them to varying degrees, but it's the intentionality of noticing. And, and for me, that's what like, that's what made the whole thing click. I was like, oh, so I just need to make a little couple tweaks here, little tweaks here. And turns out I'm awful at that one. Really got to work on that. And it was just this massive epiphany of, ah, self-awareness. Yes. <laughs> mm. Self-awareness is, is I, I personally believe is the key to so many things. I think it's the key to, to business success. It's the key to personal happiness. It's the key to powerful relationships. Fully um, agree with you. Yeah, it really is the key to many, many things. Okay, so you're on this journey and you're discovering like, like when, you, when you felt the emptiness after selling your company, um, were you like, okay, I'm on a journey to be an influential educator and write a book? Like, how did that happen? I mean, I like... <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, I, I mean you know, just like most humans, I started an initial inquiry into all of this stuff just as a, a way to solve a problem. You know, I saw the problem and I sought out a solution. I, I mean, actually the truth is, you know, um, when I chose to move on, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna open a bakery and I'm gonna have Italian and French pastries and incredible espresso that will make you hair color and everything else. And it's gonna be amazing. Um, and then and I had to deal with the death of that idea, but I just, I needed to solve a problem. Being an educator, being an author, that was not the plan, but the plan punched me in the face and was like, no, no, this is what you're called to do at this point in your life. So I sought to solve a problem and I just started going down this crazy, um, path. And I guess it just kind of revealed itself and it's felt really organic, which is really nice. And I've been able to help a lot of people and I gotta be honest, that feels amazing. I love that. You know, I was working in such a, um, business to business, very professional environment before one that I'm very, very proud of. I still own the company, by the way. Okay. Um, you didn't sell it. My bad. No, no. Uh, I sold 49% and uh, my successor is amazing. So she gets a hundred percent of the work and um, I don't, <laughs> which I'm totally cool with. But um, yeah, this, this whole being an educator thing, it's, it's been such a treat. I love watching people's lives change and like that, that feeling of like incredible, like joy and like sudden realization show up on people's faces when I get to work with them, people that buy my, um, my course and do this stuff with me. Like, I just love like talking with them. It's, it's exhilarating. I love it. So I, I, one of the things that I loved when I read on your website, you said like, let's forget about the product and like, what problem are you solving? Yeah. Uh, I, I loved that statement. Can you, so, um, I, let's see, I don't, 
do I want to go into that at this minute? Yeah, let's do it. It came up for a reason. Let's do it. Let's do it. So what do you mean by that? Like, let's forget about your product and focus on solving a real problem. What does that mean? Okay. Um, I love this question. And this is definitely something I have been talking about for years, way before I became an educator. I've been working with small to mid-sized businesses for the past 20 years. And I noticed that one of the problems that a lot of the startups face is they're like, well, how do we sell our product? They would often create a product without really building it for someone. And, you know, people want to know like, well, how am I going to, how am I going to sell this? And how am I going to sell that? And blah, blah, blah. If you stop focusing on selling and you start focusing on solving problems, that is when you truly have an opportunity to truly serve people and the sales just organically come. You know what I'm saying? And I can give, I can give you an example if you want. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. So if you take a look at, um, let's say, uh, a restaurant owner, right? A restaurant owner, they're in the middle of a crisis. I don't know. Maybe there's a pandemic going on. I don't know. Just hypothetically saying. So what does that restaurant owner do? Oh no, I'm worried about sales. I want to, I want to help people. What do I do? Well, what do people need? Solve the problem. They're bored at home. They're stressed out. They don't feel very good. They they're stuck with their families who may or may not drive them nuts and they still need to eat. So what can you do to solve that problem? You can quickly pivot your business model and you can change what you're doing in a way. So perhaps instead of doing sit down dining, which during a pandemic, you can't, um, you could start offering delivery services. You could start offering family meal, um, family style dining, like takeout options, which is like an offshoot of catering. You can pivot quickly. And by solving that problem, you keep your business incredibly solvent and you can actually thrive in any economy, no matter what's going on in the world, if you're willing to listen and solve a problem. Hmm. I love that. So, um, for, for your, for your, uh, uh, people that you help as an educator, what Mm -hmm. is the problem that you're solving for them? So the problem that I solve for people is, uh, it can be multi-layered, but at the very core of it, it's just people that aren't happy. They're disappointed with the way life has gone. It's, it's really, it's solving a disappointment. So the problem that I help people solve is disappointment with finding incredible, um, on paper success, getting there and being like, well, this sucks. Okay. And then what do we do with that? Or they never got there in the first place and they're just frustrated. Um, it's a lot of like feelings of frustration that I help people to solve. And it's, I would say to be perfectly candid, one of the challenges with promoting what I do is the fact that when you have a truly remarkable relationship with yourself, anything is possible. And as a marketing expert, you and I know the anythings and the everyone's are difficult. You need to niche down. Um, But it's, happiness is, it's a universal concept that applies to all of humanity. Um, And it means something different to each one of us. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Well, and and for for those listeners who listen to the marketing matrix a lot, some what I talk about all the time is your who. Like who mm-hmm. you are speaking to is so important to understand because it really defines the messaging that you use, the problem that you're solving. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it and I think that 
the problem and who can, it, it's kind of a chicken or egg, right? Like you can find a problem and then you can see, okay, well, who has that problem? And you can also find a who, and then you can say, okay, well, what problems does that That's very have? true. Yep. Um, but it's so, so, so critical to lead with people and problems rather than, rather than products. So since you have something that's so universal and it makes that naturally challenging, what exercises have you gone through to really narrow that down so that, I mean, what I've found is that even the more you niche down, the more universal your message sounds. But like, how did you niche down and decide who your who was? Honestly, I thought about who I used to be two, three years ago, five years ago. Um, that's often the, the easiest place for a lot of us to start if they have some sort of like solution-based um, product or thought process. Just start with who you were when you created it and who were you at that time and uh, what would you have needed in that moment. So that's, that's one of the things that I've done. The other thing is also just realizing who I've derived the most joy from working with personally um, and who tends to take this wisdom and run with it. So I work with type A's, people that are really good at doing what they say they're going to do. No excuses, no whining, just suck it up, buttercup, let's do it. Um, and people that are really um, powerful forces of nature. There's a lot of us out there like that. Um, people that tend to make excuses and shy away from things and they don't have enough um, internal fire to like really follow through with something once it gets difficult, those people are really not going to have an easy time with my wisdom and they probably shouldn't take it. But anyone with even the smallest fire inside with a little bit of, um, I've got this, those are the people that can take my wisdom and run screaming towards success. I love it. I love it. Okay. So let's dive into the marketing of, of these ideas. So you said you have a course that you mm -hmm. work people through. You have, you have like a higher level. Is it like a mastermind type? If people want like more individual mm -hmm. help with you yes. and you also are releasing a book this week. Mm -hmm. Super I know. Exciting. <laughs> so what, what marketing tactics are you using that are working in your, in your business? Um, my, marketing is pretty diverse. So spending time with people on podcasts has been very successful in introducing me to incredible human beings like you, um, but also expanding my network in a really, really big way. The big thing is exposure. Um, social media has had limited success. See, the thing about retirement is I'd actually like to enjoy being retired. So I don't want to be a slave to the algorithm and spend my whole life trying to feed the beast. So admittedly, my social media could probably be better, but I prefer quality of life. And if that's the sacrifice, a, that's fine. <laughs> um, news articles, those are really important. You know, establishing myself as a thought leader, that's really valuable. And um, I have a TED Talk uh, scheduled. Uh, it was scheduled uh, for April 11th. However, uh, we all know what happened. So um, that's been moved. Uh, the date is still tentative to October or March of 2021. We'll see. Um, but that's going to be a really big opportunity to help spread the word. Um, but I think the most um, impactful thing has been a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with people that are um, even micro-influencers. 
uh, what I mean by that, and you probably know about this already, is just spending time with the people that have a big mouth <laughs> and they don't need to have a huge platform. It actually doesn't matter because like if you don't have a huge platform, chances are you're being followed by a bunch of people that know you, like you, and trust you already because you're probably personally acquainted with them. So I have an army of those people that I love dearly and we've built a genuine relationship and they spread the word because they deeply believe in it. So evangelism is alive and well in 2020. I firmly I believe it. in it. Yeah. I, I love that. Well, I think that like you talked about how you need to be nimble regardless of the economy. I mean, yep. real relationships will never die no matter what's going on in the world or what social media platforms exist. Like being, right. having those solid relationships really is, is the way, the way to win. Absolutely. And connecting from a really sincere place. Like I got to know a lot of these people back when my social media accounts were like itty bitty, right? And they, I just invited them to talk with me. And I really genuinely regarded these people as friends and people that I wanted to help and invest into. And that's the thing that I think that some people get stuck on is they don't necessarily want to have genuine relationships with people. They just want to go out there and market and make sales. But when you genuinely connect with people and like meaningfully invest in their success, even if you're not making money, the money will come, the money will come, you know, and just be patient and allow yourself to build your business the right way. And that's, that's really been the foundation of everything that I'm doing. I love it. So do you have like a, a, a very, tactical suggestion for someone who's wanting to break into a sphere of, of someone that they admire and start to build that relationship? Like, do you have a tactic that our listeners can use to begin to start those authentic relationships that where they really do want a relationship, but they're also, they also are looking for exposure and, and potential like joint venture opportunities or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, well, there's a couple different ways you can approach this. One, if you really want to meet someone, let's say you and I didn't know each other, um, I would start to follow all my channels um, to see who I know that knows you, to see if I could have someone in common, perhaps introduce us. Um, if not, then I would try to really get in your world, learn about you, try to really just make sure that I'm fully digesting all of your content and listening to your podcast, being your best fan ever, helping you succeed. If I'm helping you succeed, you're going to have a hard time ignoring me. So at some point you're going to take my call. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. And that really is like the, the, what they're talking a lot about in the circles that I'm running in is the lead with value. Right. Totally. Don't just, don't just ask, 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 but well, yeah, just something. give, give and help. And, you know, I, I think this is one of the things that I made a mistake with when I was a really young, new business owner. I just was like focusing on my own egocentric needs. I need to sell. I need this. I, 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 well, the more successful I became, the more the success begat more success because I was able to help from a place of expecting nothing in return. And that is when I started getting crazy returns because I wasn't asking. People wanted to give. They wanted to refer. They wanted to help. Hmm. I love that. Such great wisdom. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's turn to like the dark side of your marketing for just a second. If you don't mind like getting vulnerable, this is the marketing matrix. So <laughs> are there any marketing tactics or strategies that you are trying in your business that you wish were working better? Like anything you're like, Oh, I just need to figure this out or break into this or figure out how this, this piece works. 
Yeah. I mean, really vulnerably, I have no problem admitting this. I, I would love if social media were more effective um, with the amount of hours that I'm willing to commit to it. Um, so far, it's just, it, it, I feel like it's as effective as it's going to be um, for the time being. Like, I, I really, I don't like all the algorithmic changes. And last year, my social media was like exploding. Like right at this time, I was getting like tons and tons of comments on everything. People were writing me like full, like two and three paragraph comments. And my content was being show up on, shown up on um, people's news feeds. It was wonderful. Things were off to the races. Right around July, Instagram released a massive um, algorithm change and everything took um, really depressing nosedive. Um, my exposure, um, like my view counts, my um, everything, the comment counts, everything has gone way down. And it's just because people are not seeing um, the things as much because Instagram is not showing my content and I'm not alone um, and other influencers content in their followers feeds because Instagram is a publicly traded company with Facebook and they want to make money. So why would they give the milk for free. No, they want you to buy the cow. That's silly. So if you want to, um, if you want to like make money on Instagram, um, you now have to put a lot of money into it. It used to be a great free tool for people and it just isn't anymore. Mm. Yeah, I was, I was reading a, so yeah, as you probably know, I run a Facebook advertising agency and I was reading an article just this week that talked about that people's reach typically on, on organic posts is only reaching 6% of people in their network. Like it's just, it's crazy. I mean, the organic, they've really, really made it. You've got to pay to play if you want the exposure. It's, it's been a yeah. fascinating change for sure. I have one more thing to admit. Um, I love TikTok so much, but I am not funny and I cannot dance. So I am <laughs> depressed because I love TikTok so much. And I'm like, I got nothing. I <laughs> just don't know how to use it. I feel like that I'm the hashtag okay boomer. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Well, I have to say you are funny. I mean, I can't speak to your dancing ability because I haven't had the opportunity to see that in this experience. You're not missing so. much. Don't worry. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that it, uh, what I think is really interesting about what you're saying is that like, you have to recognize there, there's trade-offs with any marketing strategy, right? There's mm -hmm. going to be pros and cons to it. There's also going to be different levels of time versus money that is, that mm -hmm. is required of you as a business owner. And you have to make decisions. I mean, I love how you're like, I'm not willing to compromise my lifestyle to be all over social media, to like to out, outpace the algorithm, if you will. Um, I need to practice what I preach. And for me, I preach joy. And, you know, one of the, actually the two habits that really apply here are um, presence, which means just being fully opted into my life. The goodness, which is, it's energy management. And it's really just removing a lot of toxic energy and adding lots of good energy. So instead of spending an hour trying to fight with the algorithm, I'm walking on the beach. Sorry. I love it so much. I mean, like, sorry, not sorry. No, I mean, I want people to be joyful and, you know, I just need to use literally every other marketing strategy I can possibly think of to um, create the success that I'm looking for because I'm just not willing to sell my soul. Mm -hmm. 
I love it. And while we're on that topic, this is a question that I love to always ask is what has been the biggest transformation that has occurred for you in this process of you know, becoming really successful, finding that emptiness, and then reinventing yourself as a professional and as an individual, it sounds like. Like what has been your biggest personal transformation through that process? Hmm. That's such a good question. Well, the obvious one is I'm, I'm a happier human, but more, I'd say probably below that a couple layers down. Um, I think I know myself and who I am better and I am willing to um, go to battle for my own betterment um, for everything. Like I will fight to the death for my happiness. I don't mm. put myself last. I don't put myself behind business objectives anymore. And I used to do that. Like I, I mean, I retired and started another company. So am I really retired? I don't know. <laughs> I might be the hardest working retiree ever, but sitting still is really difficult. But I made the mistake in my first company of building myself around my business. With this business, I have built it around me. And that's been a really pivotal change. I'm happier. I'm much calmer. Um, I'm not as excitable. I don't get anxiety attacks anymore. I used to get those a lot. Um, when you have stress for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, those happen. Um, it's not fun. Don't recommend. Um, but there's, I don't know. There's just, there's just so much. I feel like wisdom has really just showed up in my life in a massively forceful way. And I, I don't just passively like who I am, like, ah, whatever, I guess I'm okay. No, I radically passionately love myself and I come first in my life and I wish other people would do the same. Mm, I love it. So do you think, I mean, you, you kind of went through the school of hard knocks to figure that out. Do you think it's possible for a small business owner to build that way from the beginning? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it would be very helpful if you're not as stubborn as I used to be. Um, that would be a great place to start. Um, I really thoroughly enjoyed doing things the hard way. I was a know-it-all. Um, I was always the person that had all the answers and people would give me the best answer. I'd be like, nope, I know better. You know, that didn't serve me very well. So please don't do that. You can start a business the right way, but you know, my firm belief is, um, you know, when you nurture, heal and grow the business owner, you nurture, heal and grow the business. And if you work on having an absolutely unshakable relationship with yourself, um, you can truly build um, anything. And you, that includes building a business the right way the first time. Mm, I love it. I'll tell you what, Laura, if I, if I like, measured the success of my interviews based on the amount of quotes I could put on a t-shirt from one interview. This would be like, this would be like a 10 t-shirt interview. Like we're, <laughs> we're just crushing it here. I love this so much. You're just like, full of these. yeah, it's a 10 t-shirt. Interview. That is my favorite thing that, that, that's it. It's all downhill from here. Cause that's the best part of the day. This is a 10 t-shirt interview. For sure. For sure. <laughs> So let's, let's uh, transition a bit and let's talk about your book. So your book released this week, which we're so excited to be featuring you to help with that launch. Um, tell us about this, this book and the journey and, and what you're trying to do and how our listeners can help with this launch. Awesome. Okay. Um, thank you for the invitation to talk about it. I am mildly obsessed with the subject. So yes, please. Um, so the six habits is it's a practical guide to help people make their dreams come true. 
And it solves the problem of how do we get from where we are with all of our bad habits and current lifestyle to the life that we really desire and without having to completely turn ourselves inside out or make ourselves miserable along the way. Um, the book is, um, it goes into all the six habits in great detail. And I'm personally proud of this. I have loaded this book with tons of exercises, tools, um, things that you can do, specific strategic advice, um, like lots of uh, like um, strategies and everything that you can do. Cause I wanted this to be um, almost like a companion guide for your life that can help you in real tactical ways. Like I love reading and I've read so many great books out there, but the one thing that they were missing for me was a lot of the specific action steps. So what I wanted to write a book that would give the information, but also the pathway to take action with the wisdom so I could apply it to my life and not just be like, oh, that was a great book. Thanks. No, like, oh, I read the book and now it's time to do something with it. Oh, and here's how to do something with it. And oh my gosh, my life is changing. So I have built that entire path. You read the book, you follow the exercises, you will be a happier person on your way to your dreams in no time. Mm. So is it safe to say that it's almost like a workbook book? Kind of, like- workbook book, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it I has lots that. of components that are very highly actionable. Um, and uh, so when you get the book, there's lots of um, prompts within it to go to the website to like download printable stuff that you can like fill out and work on and really do some deep dive self-inquiry. So you and I talked about self-awareness. Guess what I help you with? Self-awareness. You can't fix a problem you're not aware of. So I help you to really gain solid um mastery of where you are now, what your current position is, and how to powerfully take action forward and into the new um, truth of what it is. I love it. Awesome. Well, we are so excited about it. I'm going to hop on and get a copy for sure. Um, Yay, thanks. I'm, I'm always about higher levels of, of self-awareness. Um, so tell us a little bit about how people can find you online, follow you in your journey, grab a copy of the book this week. Great, great. Um, So the website is the6habits.com. The word the and six are spelled out, the6habits.com. You can also buy the book on Amazon and uh, the audio book is coming very soon, uh, recorded by yours truly, because if you like the sound of my velvety voice, why not have six hours of it? (laughs) So... So uh, that's, that's going to be out there. And if you want to follow me and help me with my social media conundrum, by all means, you can find those links on my uh, website, thesixhabits.com as well. I do have another website. It's lauradibenedetto.com. But since nobody except Italians can spell Di Benedetto, uh, I have thesixhabits.com. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Awesome. Well, we're going to put those links in the uh, listen notes uh, for, for our listeners to be able to listen to. You also have been super generous and you're offering, offering our listeners a, um, a, a discovery, a discovering your life purpose PDF. So we're going to be putting that in the marketing matrix toolbox, which is an area where our listeners can have access to all of the guests um, resources that have been given to us throughout the history of the show all in one place. So it's super awesome. So do you want to talk a little bit about what that resource is and how that can benefit people's lives? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, That particular uh, guide, 
That's been one of my most popular questions is I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. Um, and you know what? I feel that. I used to feel the same way. Uh, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up? I don't know. Um, so I figured out uh, a lot of different things and a lot of specific strategies that work for me, that work for my clients. And I pulled it all together in this really comprehensive guide that will actually help you figure out what are you needing to create in this life? Why are you here right now? What are you called to do? And the thing that I really want to say to anyone listening right now, this is not meant to give you insight into what your job is supposed to be. Your job and your purpose can often be the same things, but they are not designed to be. If they overlap, that's great. So your purpose is really what you want to do with your life, the thing that lights you up, fills you with joy and helps you to spread whatever it is that you're supposed to spread throughout the world. That's your purpose. And that's the thing that will fill your soul with incredible joy. And that is what the guide will help you to find. Again, if you do the work, if you follow the advice and, and do that, there's 24 things, 24 pieces of advice in there. If you do it, you'll figure it out. I love it. Well, that, it's so generous that you're willing to give that to listeners. We really appreciate that so much. Truly a pleasure. All right, guys. Well, we have Laura Benedetto with us today on The Marketing Matrix. She's crushing it. This is our actually our first launch that we've actually had on the podcast. So guys, let's show up for Laura um, and show her what this community is all about and that we just love everything that you've brought to us and the heart that you've brought it to us with and your willingness to share what's working, what's not working. Uh, it's just been fantastic having you on The Marketing Matrix today. Thanks again, Laura. Well, it's been fantastic being here. Thank you so much. I'm grateful for your time. Thank you for tuning into The Marketing Matrix podcast. On the next episode, you get to hear from yours truly again. We are wrapping up our series on dream traffic. This is part six of our six part series. I'm going to be talking all about customer archetypes and how they affect your approach in marketing, funnel messaging, content creation, and business strategy. Guys, this is where the whole framework comes together. It is absolutely epic, but I'm a little, I may be a little bit biased, so you can see for yourself. <laughs> but while I've got you, I wanted to remind you about the Marketing Matrix Toolbox. This resource has tons of free marketing tools to make your marketing journey easier. Remember, we add new content to it each week. So check it out. Go back and visit if you are already a member of that membership area. And if not, then register for instant access at toolbox.themarketingmatrixpodcast.com. And if you want to join the conversation surrounding marketing and specifically with Facebook ads, check out my free Facebook group. It's called Facebook ads for coaches, course creators, and lifestyle brands. This is a seriously rocking community. It grows every day and there are tons more, tons of people in there who are trying to master the ad game and scale their business all while saving time. You can join this group for free at www.facebook.com slash groups slash FB ad ninjas. All right, guys, that's it for now. See you next time on The Marketing Matrix.